Welcome to Unlocking the Fitness Industry. I am your host, Jake Abel. I'm a two-time natural pro, a cellular athlete, and we're going to find the best way to get fit, to enter your competitions, and to look your best. So, here we go. Let's get into the episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Finally, sitting back in the podcast seat, and I'm hyped um, kind of to get back to everything. So, I've been traveling for the past month across India. At the moment, it's just been Christmas, so we're right in that little in-between period of Christmas and New Year's where either everyone gives up on their goals or kind of gets lost in the, obviously, Christmas parties and all those type of things. So, This podcast is kind of inspired off my last couple of months traveling, um, still sticking to my goals in my off-season because I do have plans for 2020 to get back onto stage. So it is still an important time because I'm fully in my off-season at the moment. And yeah, hopefully this could help if you're in that in-between period. This is the festive season, holiday period, coming to early Jan. Um where we do start coming into that whole New Year's resolutions. But my whole mindset is just because New Year's resolutions is coming up and it's quite close, it doesn't mean that we can go, you know what, stuff it. We can throw everything out the window for these couple of days um, leading up to it. So I've already started my kind of push for my 2020, probably maybe since I ever got off stage, I'm still kind of always been in prep. And I'm lucky that's me, I'm kind of always motivated, always kind of trying to reach each goal and making sure that I take a step closer to my goal each and every time. So we're going to talk about when you do have maybe holidays during a prep, when you do have um, maybe a wedding event or things like that. And this kind of comes with, okay, how important is it to you? You don't want to go fully into prep where everything counts and you're going to make sure you stay at home, prep every meal and kind of shut your whole life off. That's probably not the greatest option. And in the end, after prep, you're left with nothing. And like, I've probably seen this happen to a few athletes, um, that comp prep is everything and they're left with nothing afterwards. So the main thing is, is to make sure when we do a comp prep, it's got a kind of relate with your life as well. And that's going to be a more successful prep if you do get it to like not cut everything off, but just kind of make it adapt to your own lifestyle. And it's going to be, a, you're going to have a lot better prep. It's going to be a lot funner. You're going to have a more enjoyable experience. So I'm going to talk through you with you guys what I did with India. So I know India, like my biggest worry is I'm in my game season at the moment. So I'm trying to put on, put my body in a uh, surplus as much as I can um, while training at a very high intensity because I do have a lot of time to try and maximize how much muscle I'm putting on during this off season. So in saying that, my biggest fear coming into India before even leaving was A, lack of gyms. Um, Hotel gyms aren't usually the best for me um, because they are very lightweight and kind of if I've got a leg day, a back day or a chest day, I can't get away with just using 20, 15, 20 kilo dumbbells or 15 kilo dumbbells. So that was one of my biggest fears. The second biggest fear was definitely getting sick 
Definitely in any Asian country, there is a huge risk of getting sick, um, especially in India. The likeliness is even 10 times higher. Plus, then, yeah, being sick, obviously not being able to eat my food, make my calories, all those types of jazz as well. And then thirdly, the amount of protein that you can get as India is a largely vegetarian society. So they were my biggest fears coming into it. Um, I definitely knew, know I've given myself enough time. It's not like I'm going on comp- like on a holiday two weeks out from competition or anything like that. So I've got probably about um, six to eight months in advance. So trying to know that, yeah, that is a long time, but in my eyes, I want to really make every month count at the moment. So... Where I actually think I actually maximized everything in India is working out there were my major fears um, and then planning around them. So with our hotels, we made sure that we got gyms attached um, that were semi-decent. A lot of the times they did say gym or fitness center, but it was one of those 10 kilo dumbbells and a treadmill in the corner, which wasn't the best. So the biggest thing I found, which we did use in India a lot, and I have used across many Asian countries and pretty much every time I travel, is I'm lucky that I'm a part with Anytime Fitness. Anytime Fitness is legit blowing up across the world now, and it is everywhere. So we actually found an Anytime Fitness in pretty much every town that we stayed in across India, which is, I didn't think there would be a huge fitness scene, like I knew it was getting big, but not as big as it is. So Anytime Fitness, and they were packed full of, um, like guys trying to build physiques or I think it like their fitness culture is like ours was like seven years ago. So everyone's slowly starting to build up the education and getting into it, which is absolutely awesome. Met some awesome people across those gyms. So the gyms didn't, weren't the biggest issue. Um, supplementation, I knew that obviously my protein and calorie levels were going to be, be a bit of a struggle. So if you're traveling when you know you have long trips, like big train trips, big flights, anything like that. I took two boxes of Quest Bars with me and um, I took my whey protein, scooped it into a smaller tub um, to make sure that, yeah, I, I pretty much had a protein whey protein shake for every day. And then I, in Ziploc bags, did my gainer shakes. So gainer shakes I've been using in this off season to, because I'm a really bad eater, so to make my calories, I really struggle. And I'm lucky Cellucor has a really clean gainer shake. Like there's only four grams of sugar in it. Um, and it's like almost 400 calories per scoop. So taking probably one of those as well, just made sure that my protein levels got a lot higher than I could. If I didn't have, there wasn't a lot of meats in, even when we did order the meat meals, there wasn't a lot of meat in there. So Ordering a gainer shake, having a gainer shake each day definitely helped to get my calories. And then obviously I'm not going to be taking scales and like containers and prepping in my meals, but having a rough estimate in my head of how much I'm eating um, and what types of foods. This is the biggest thing, like definitely having the flexibility. There is a very fine line between sending your off season to kingdom come and kind of being over the top strict where you're taking your scales out and you're on holiday and you're still eating out of a plastic container and you're making sure that you're stressing out if you're not getting your meals in properly. And I think this is the biggest challenge with 
people during off season, let alone on holidays. Um, just even even at home, like you don't need to be on holidays. But it's having that fine line in between sending it to Kingdom Come and being super strict that it's not going to kill you to go out for dinner once a week and it's not going to kill you to have like a treat or a dessert once a week. It's that real fine line that, yeah, it's probably a problem if you're having it every single day um, and versus absolutely sending it. But it's, yeah, fine. like I think some people are really struggling at the moment with taking things with, say, like a grain of salt, where if you're eating clean 85 to 90% of the time, you can enjoy yourself for that little bit. Um, but it's knowing when you're going too far with obviously having those desserts and things like that. Um, so that was nutrition. That was the training um, side of it. And then, yeah, obviously supplementation, making sure that um, I didn't cycle my creatine or anything overseas because I just wanted to make sure that I kept kind of low with the baggage that already had probably five kilos of um, supplements and gainers. But it's, yeah, obviously creatine, it was prioritizing exactly what I needed um, for that time. Workout timing. So while I was on holiday, I found the best time to get your workout done was first thing in the morning. Um, If you've had a big day, you're traveling, you're sightseeing, um, maybe you're walking out and you get to, if you're leaving your training session to the end of the day, you're kind of like, Oh, I could kind of push that off or you get too tired that you're not putting everything in. So I found, so it kind of helped with the jet lag in India. They were like five hours behind. So we were getting up at like 6am, which was quite helpful because then 6am go down, fasted workout, go and have break in. It's about nine o'clock, perfect timing. So we tried to keep up that, um, throughout while we were training and I think we managed to train every day on holiday except for one just because we were I think it was just a travel day where we actually physically possibly couldn't do it we um, had a train and then a plane um, so it's just working out that in the end it's not the end of the world if you miss two or three sessions but as long as you're like holding some type of consistency throughout instead of just going you know what oh, I'm halfway through my gaining phase and I'm just going to take three weeks off completely. Um, Probably not the best when you do have goals if you do want to stand on stage. And this is the difference. Like, for me, I'm building my physique for a pro-level, like, physique level. Like, I'm the top of the top for physique. So it's, in the end, every little thing is going to matter down the line. Um, If you're an amateur and you're looking at just competing in an amateur lineup and you're just going to do a 12-week prep into it, you might do well if you have a pretty good foundation. But in the end, there are people that are taking this super competitive and this whole sport. Um, Very different if you are on a general lifestyle. Like if I wasn't competing and I didn't have a stage date set in 2020, um, would I be kind of train less and maybe take less supplements? Maybe, probably not because for me, this, it's not like about making that competition each time. For me, this is just consistency. Um, I'll do because I enjoy it. Like I enjoy reaching my potential. I know if my calories drop, my training's going to drop, uh, my strength's going to drop, and all these things that come along with it. So it's me priming my body to be the best I can for training. Um, so that's something I found definitely when you are looking at it. I know. Coming up to the New Year's, everyone is deciding whether they go down the comp path or more generalized fitness and kind of 
how to take how serious comp does come up. So coming 2020 with the podcast, I'm, I have a few names that I do want to interview, um, which are going to have some cool insights. We're going to start smashing these podcasts. I'm going to give like little little clips like this, like five, 10 minutes just with me, but it's mostly going to be getting it with those people in Victoria, in Australia, those major movers in the fitness industry and picking apart what makes people great. Um, so definitely we're going to have an insane 2020. I'm super excited. I'm actually like I've had, it'll be two years off when I get back on stage and I am ready to destroy this year because last year sitting on the sidelines killed me. So I am hyped to get a part of it this year and lead from the front again. So if you guys do have any questions, any way you want to take this podcast, any tips, any advice, I'd love for you to reach out to me on Jake underscore able underscore official. Um, Reach out, say hello. If you want me to structure podcasts or anything around that, hit me up. 2020 is going to be a huge year. Until the next one, guys, I will see you soon.